Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. And with me this morning is my fellow Master Gardener. Karen Wright. Hey, Karen. We're talking about the edible bouquet. You know, I love to see flowers in my garden. Oh, yes. And then when I discovered that some of these blooming plants can be brought in the house, can be clipped, and we can eat either the flowers or the leaves, I got really, really excited about that. Well, you know... I thought it was kind of a trendy thing, but apparently it's not new. It says for centuries, cultures around the world have brightened their recipes by adding flowers. Even in Roman times, for example, roses were used for cooking and flavoring food. Rose water was put in fountains and baths to help people freshen up. And so we are not the first, but I seem to think it, it seems to happen more. You see it on wedding cakes, for example, flowers that you can eat. Yeah, exactly. And you know, the simplest flower, take for example, the bachelor button art, sometimes called the cone flower. That's a plant, a flower where we can eat the bloom on that. But here's what's important when you're going to start picking things. First of all, know what's safe to pick. Right. Know what's safe to eat. What part? Is it the bloom or is it the leaf? Or uh, in the case of dianthus, which is sometimes known as sweet William, you trim the the petal off and you cut the bottom, the white part off, because that is very strong. So you have to know what's going to work and what the purpose of it is. Yeah, when I was reading in some edible flower cookbooks, they talked about cutting off certain parts because otherwise it'll be really bitter and just not very good. Right. So if you tasted one, you say, oh, this is awful. Well, maybe that's because you need to specifically check out which part. For example, they talked about even gladiolus is one you can eat, which I didn't know. I um, didn't either. But you have to remove the anthers. But And they've got kind of a nondescript flavor and taste vaguely like lettuce, but they make lovely receptacles for sweet, savory spreads or mousses. And they're just one example. And I know I've heard for a long time you can use nasturtiums and the yes. the, the violas like the Johnny Jump Ups yes um, and pansies as well right right all of these things and when you go to like a four-star restaurant and they are using these just to kind of highlight the salad or or if there's a cold soup you'll have floating uh, violas on it it looks just so appetizing just think of a um, a st- cold strawberry soup and you've got a, a purple uh, pansy floating around on that petals. Well, and supposedly you can even eat strawberry blossoms as another edible flower, for example, that they use to decorate that. And I would uh, rather have them grow into strawberries. Well, true. You? <laughs> that's yeah, true. Exactly. And lilac was one that shocked me. You know, that's such a common flower that you see every spring. It says the flavor of lilacs vary from plant to plant. The very perfumey, the more um, you know, really smell it. fragrant ones are slightly bitter, but they've got a distinct lemony taste with floral pungent overtones. They're great in salads. So a lot sure. of things can be used for salads. Yeah, salads are absolutely great. Um, and the thing that's important here is we take uh, buds that are just opening up and we go out in the morning and get them uh, before we don't want the bloom in the hot sun all day long. And you should just pick enough to use for that day. Yeah, just don't think that you can put them in the refrigerator and they're going to be as fresh or as tasty as if it if You it want come. them fresh. Yeah, exactly. And make sure you're using ones that have not been treated with any pesticides or chemicals because you don't want to be having that directly off a of blossom that somebody might have used. And 
And also it says never harvest flowers growing by the roadside because oh, yeah. you never know what's been put on them. Right. And there are some flowers that are poison. These are the ones I'm going to mention that you should not eat. They look very tasty. Do not eat azaleas. Buttercups, daffodils, delphiniums. Those are some of the ones I say absolutely do not because they could kill you. So that's why it's so important to research and know what you're doing. But if you can incorporate them, whether it's a hibiscus or even roses, those are such a great thing. If you've got them in the yard, why not use them for something else? But you know, it depends on where it's growing in the yard. If, if, If I had roses in my front yard, and because I have neighbors that have their lawns sprayed with chemicals, and that will drift... I'm never ever going to take anything like that and eat it. If it's in my backyard, yeah, there's less chance of that. So that's really important too. And um, like with the nasturtiums, what I like about that plant is, uh, besides eating the bloom, you you can eat the leaves and they're peppery. But here again, it's just as important to get a leaf that's just opened up, a very very young Fresh, leaf. Fresh, yes. Yes. If it, you know what it's like if you've got something like lettuce and it's tough yep. and it's and it's bittery. Hot and, yeah. yeah. This isn't. This should be nice and light and. And you can yeah. also use a lot of these flowers to steep them to make a tea. That's another real common sure. use. Sure. Sure. Teas are great, and just putting in cold water so you have a nice icy drink. Well, if you like. More information about uh, edible flowers. Why not contact your extension service? This is Barb Lampson along with Karen Wright wishing you happy gardening.